Hey, 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 everybody, your backup plan tribe today. What a beautiful day it is for a live broadcast with a very special guest. I know that you are absolutely going to love. So let's get on the show on the road. If you are not new here, if you are new here, you know who I am. If you are new here, did that make any sense? <laughs> If you are new here, you wouldn't know who I am, but let's start over. My name is Tina Ginn. I am an emergency preparedness coach, a best-selling author, a, a financial expert, and an app developer of your backup plan app. So if you are new here, please like, share, and subscribe to our channel. I got it right here in the subscribe button and click on that bell beside so you get notified when I post live broadcasts again and any uploaded videos of your choice. So please, please like, share, and subscribe with all our wonderful guests, our live, uh, live broadcasts as well. Our podcasts are on um, approximately 20 different platforms. So make sure you check out your backup plan podcast as well. Um, your backup plan app puts your life in one place in case in preparation of any unpredictable circumstance while taking the painful aftermath out of any tragedy. And that's what we're all about here today is we interview real life people and their real life stories each and every week. And I absolutely, I could not tell you what an inspiring, motivating uh, group of interviewees that I have learned to love and appreciate each and every one. And our special guest today is coming to you from North Carolina. And his name is Anthony Gardner. And I'm just going to bring him on. Hello. Hi, Anthony. I'm so happy to have you on our show today. I'm happy to be here. Awesome. Anthony Gardner is from North Carolina. And I'm just going to read a little bit about you, Anthony. That's fine with me. He is uh, a brother. He has two other family, one brother whose name is Antoine. Anthony has experienced a lot of things that most people his age wouldn't imagine to go through. He has always been talented, gifted, and quite a person. Anthony was diagnosed with cancer. Now, I'm not sure if I can say this right, but nasopharyngeal carcinoma in 2013 and he has become free of cancer continued on with life in recovering from the after effects of treatment absolutely he graduated from uh, 2016 he is a story of a real survivor um, he is so brave he's so beautiful of a person he created the faith organization which i'll link down below after the broadcast as well for any listeners out there. Anthony, can you kind of tell us a little bit about how you started on this journey and how it's affected you and your family? Well, it all, I'm going to say that it all started in the mid-summer. Um, 
maybe around July 2013, um, I began to notice that I was coughing up blood. I mean, you know, maybe I'm thinking, maybe this is some colds, um, you know, like you get the colds or what have you. And some people may say, well, you don't get colds in the summer. Um, but it began from there, um, and I began to go through doctor's appointments. Um, I started at my um, pediatric doctor, general doctor, when they began to do um, tests, ultrasounds, blood work. Um, and pretty much right down the road around, um, I want to say November, there was a doctor that I saw, um, and he noticed that there was a, a lot that was expanding on the right side of my neck. Um, I, ne I never noticed this look. My parents did not. Not that we were neglecting me at all, but just didn't, you know, didn't never see the lump. Um, and so the doctor referred me to my ear, nose, and throat doctor. Um, and I went to, you know, have that first appointment. He began to introduce himself in a biopsy. Um, and then one week later, um, it was told to me on December the 10th, 2013, that I was diagnosed with nasopharyngeal carcinoma, which is the short version of throat cancer. Wow. You know, I can't believe it, especially from someone so young that, um, and, and the word of this cancer word, and you've you can probably tell me, you told me the date of, of your sickness, and you probably could tell me the time, right? 10.30 in, in the morning. Is that not amazing? Does that not tell everybody just something right there that, you know, is, is quite amazing when we're hit with such knowledge of, 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 a change in our lives that has such a huge impact when I can tell anybody that when you've had this change in your life, you can tell the time, you can tell me what you were thinking, you can tell me what was on the radio, like you can literally tell you everything. It's quite the amazing story. And so after that, you had to go through treatment, I presume. And then um, after... So this happened on Tuesday, December 10th. Um, I went back home, and I think that Thursday, yeah, I had to, um, you know, see, be seen by the oncologist. Um, and then that Friday, which was the next day, I was prepping to get ready for surgery um, to have a, with those that probably have already been through cancer, um, you don't get um, treatment or chemo through your veins. You have to have a metaphor. Um, and so I had to have a metaphor, um, something I've never had before in my life. I wasn't a sick child before, so this was all new to me. Mm -hmm. um, so I had that um, inserted on the Friday. Um, and then that next week, um, I started treatment, my first chemo um, therapy um, session. And that wasn't done outpatient, that was actually inpatient. So I think I had four sessions of chemo, um, and then all four sessions I was inpatient for a whole week. And then I would have 39 radiation treatments. Wow, so did they do the chemo then for you 
like one right after the other, like one each day, or how did that work for your four chemo? I believe that I would have two or three um, medicines that I would take each day. Um, but when it came to, um, in, as far as the sessions go, I would have a one and a half week off, and then I would go back to the hospital um, to finish each session. And then, did you did you find any difference with yourself? Were you feeling? Did it bother you at all? The chemo didn't really bother me um, much, other than having mouth sores. Um, I can remember my first getting out of my first um, session of chemo, and my mouth hurt hurt it so bad um, I could not even eat food anymore um, because it hurt me, mouth sores, and all of that. Um, even having um, nurses telling me, well, we've got some lozenges for you, and that didn't really help. So I believe the mouth sores and all of that went back off after about three to five days, and then I would come back to eat it normally or what have you, but that happened every time I would be finished with a chemo session. Um, but I would say that between the chemo and radiation, the radiation was the worst. Oh, no. So what was that like? How many? You had 39 of them, too. I did. Um, so my radiation, this was before my radiation started, I, and this was the week of my last chemo. Um, and so I began to start radiation on February the 17th, 2014. Um, and after having my first radiation treatment, I began to start having nausea and, you know, just feeling sick on the stomach. I can remember lose, starting to beginning to lose my sense of taste and smell. Um, and that's something that I, I don't talk about. That I, don't, I don't talk about a broadcast. I just learned to deal with it um, because, you know, one day it won't be like this always. But that's something that I still deal with today, I, even after it being seven years. Um, and the radiation part was the worst, like I said. Um, I can remember not eating about for about three to four months um, because radiation, it did a whole, uh, whole work on my body, um, um, having dry mouth, um, the vomiting and everything. Um, um, I can remember losing part of the, what, my, my whole back side of my hair back here. Um, and it put me and threw me for a loop. Um, I really wish that chemo could have hurt um, hearing the whole thing instead of me having to go through the radiation. But I must say the radiation was the roughest. And then I'm still dealing with side effects of radiation either, even after um, going through it seven years ago. For example, um, I just recently had, had a setback in October of last year um, where I'm not able to eat anything by mouth and have not since October of last year due to um, having a dangerous type of, you know, pneumonia, which is called aspiration. Um, and where, whereas food has been going into my lungs instead of my esophagus. Um, and so they have, I'm having a, it's almost like having a baby learn how to crawl the walk, um, but instead I'm having to almost learn how to, you know, go through the process of swallowing again. 
So that's a big challenge for me. I, I understand the swallowing part is so difficult to, um, and and so risky too when when you aren't swallowing. So just think, how old were you then when you did get cancer? How old were I'm you? I'm 16 and a sophomore in high school. Wow, that's incredible. How do they say that it's common? Is this a common? Uh, um. And then, then not, I've always and still am trying to, you know, re research and find out, you know, the genetics of things and how I got it. I can say that before I had it, there was another young lady that had the same type. And then after I got finished with it, another young man got the same kind of cancer. So um, it's a rare kind, but it's kind of a childhood cancer kind of thing if you want to put it that way. Oh, is it? Yeah, because uh, it, and it doesn't really tell you that it's coming. Just right. Like, it right? just pops up. And um, so tell me what your mom and dad thought. How did that happen for them? Um, it kind of threw them for a loop. Um, it, it honestly did. Um, and I can just refer and well, not reminisce, but reflect and go back on a time where my dad was introducing me um, for a speaking engagement that I had to speak at. And he could say that there were times that um, he would come home, well, because he, he's a truck driver. Um, and so there were times where he would be thinking on, on the road and almost trying to not hold back the tears. Um, but it really... They, ne they never had a really a sick child, so this was something uh, almost yeah. emotional, but through prayer, faith, and believing, they had to, you know, keep the faith and, you know, know that everything was going to be all right, and at, in, at the end of things, it turned out to be all right. But you sure, I guess, during the special the radiation, you thought, how can I keep doing this? Right. Yeah. Um, I and there were plenty of times where I was saying I'm ready to, you know, and strong like I've always said before, strong people get tired too, we get frustrated. But it's what you know, it's what you it's what you are and going through that helps build you to make you strong. Um, and there were plenty of times where I didn't want to continue to go through the radiation because it wasn't doing anything but damaging, you know, the good cells of my body. And what people don't really understand is, yes, um, chemo and radiation, they kill off the bad cells, but they kill off some of the good cells as well. Um, and so there was this time that I was, um, this particular day, um, where I was in the radiation room and the um, clinic had, um, I guess when you had, what is it, Pandora, that you would, they would ask you, what song would you want to listen to? And I would tell them. And this particular song, um, my one of my favorite artists, they, um, the title of the song was It Wasn't Easy. Um, and so at, even after that name, that's something I still listen to. And that that is what really helped me um, get through the remaining um, treatments of radiation. Oh, that's beautiful. And that's a great tip for some people as well. Music really comes to us when we have to find uh, the strength inside of us as well as right. um, 
faith, of course, mm -hmm. in whatever <clears throat> it is that you believe in. And um, so how about your, you have one brother and do you have another two brothers or? I have one brother and a sister on my dad's side. So were they finding this unusual too, this new? Uh, of course, um, but um, it kind of it kind of makes you not to say that I'm a sign or anything, but it kind of makes you appreciate the moments that you have with your family and friends, because um, truth be told, we're not promised to be here tomorrow. Things happen here today, gone tomorrow. So it's you know. It's important. It was important that we spend a lot of time to with our, with my family, um, and that's what really happened. I had um, great aunts, grandmas, cousins, aunts, and everybody. Um, but it was very—I won't say that it was hard, but it wasn't easy on the siblings either. Yes, because it affects everyone around in so many different ways. Not just that person that's going through. Yeah. So um, it sounds you were very lucky in so many ways of catching it earlier, um, getting your, t your, your chemo started and your radiation, as bad as it may seem, but at least you got it started really, really quickly, it sounds right. like. Right, I did, and then actually the doctor told me that it was in the earlier stages, so it was in like a stage one, two, three, or four. It was in the earlier stages, which was a great benefit to me. And you wonder how does someone get throat cancer when you haven't smoked? No, not a day in my life. <laughs> you know, um, you're you haven't been around the smoke too. No. You know, it's it's really the strangest thing. Really it is. Um, and we can probably all say that at whatever age, even young, young, young children finding out that they have cancer and having to go through that. Um, what, um, how is it going through school after then when you finally got your, your chemo and radiation completed? Um, I will say that, um, while I'm going through chemo and radiation, wait one second, while I was going through, um, chemo and radiation, I was still going through school, um, but I was homeschooled, um, but, I want to say in January 2015, I went back to school in person. Um, it was my second semester of my junior year. Um, so I missed something, but I didn't miss a lot. So it was a bit hard to, you know, um, adjust to going back. Once you've been out of something for so long, you have to get back into doing things. Um, and so that was something that I had to do. Um, I can remember going back in, I think, January in 2015, and then April, here, no, March, here comes a free, a, I think, ACT. I'm like, what? I have not even, you know, so I wasn't really prepared for all of this, and I didn't do so well as I wanted to, but at least I gave it my, ch you know, chance, um, and I will say that um, going back to school, there were some things and some people that I could not no longer associate myself with um, because when I left school, some people were not, you know, as, you know, um, prominent or more, 
you know, believing that I would make it. And some one people have already said, well, he's no longer here anymore. It doesn't matter. So um, in anything that you're going through, you have to be so very careful um, of who you have in your circle because not everybody is meant to eat at your table. Um, and so that was something that I had to um, keep in mind. Um, but when we back to school, um, my teachers that were very supportive of me, supportive of me, anything that I needed. Um, even I can remember having to leave my, each class about five to ten minutes earlier, so that I can make it on time to my next class. Which that was a bit of, a great benefit to me, because the crowds and all of that. Um, it was just kind of a too much for me. So having that um, really helped me a lot. But other than that, I went. Um, through school, great, and I even was able to graduate on time. So that was very much great news to me. That's fabulous. And what you had to go through to adjust all of this for yourself to make it work. Right. Um, tell us a little bit about your exciting um, endeavor. Now you're doing your own podcast. I am, um, and this is based off of, um, I don't think that I mentioned this to you, oh, I, th I think I did, but this is based off of my, well, let me turn around first, this is based off of my book that I wrote in, well, I started writing in 2016 about my um, journey in, you know, battle with cancer. Um, oftentimes, people at the young age that I am, people are looking up to me, even older generations. I'm saying how much they, you know, and they're inspired by me, encouraged by me, even though what I'm going through after the fact of having to go through cancer, I'm still pushing and encouraging and inspiring others. So I wanted to be able to have a method to, you know, be able to put out that same energy. Because I do realize not everybody, times are changing. Not everybody is willing to, you know, open up a book and start reading. So this is my, you know, way of, um, you know, encouraging and inspiring people. And, um, you know, being able to give resources. Um, and so being a helping hand, even in what I'm going through. Um, so moments with ARGJ, and I'll give you that link as well. That's beautiful. And for um, for anybody, I'll put the links down below for, is your book on Amazon? Um, it is, and it's also on my website, but I prefer that those that are interested in getting one, I prefer you get it from purchasing it from me because it's a bit pricey on Amazon compared to um, the way that I sell it. Okay, sure. So we'll put those links down below then for everybody. That's awesome. And so you wrote the, you finished your book. Uh-huh. And then you created the faith organization. Uh-huh. And what do you do for that? Um, this is my, another way of me giving back and encouraging and inspiring people. Um, so, this, um, you know, there was times in the hospital where I was brought food by organization, the organization and I brought it. Um, and if I needed any help whatsoever and that nonprofit was there, um, and they would come by my hospital room, whichever hospital room I was at, and just showing emotional, um, moral support. And that's what um, patients and their family need. 
um, important to us different time of having a child go through cancer. So I wanted to extend my thanks. I wanted to pay it forward. Um, so faith organization is my way of paying it forward and being able to give back to childhood cancer patients and survivors um, in the state of North Carolina. Um, um, in the past, when we've had anniversaries, um, I know that we've given out um, during the time that we had our anniversary in 2018, we, um, it was during the time of Thanksgiving. So we gave Thanksgiving baskets full of food to three or four families that um, their children were out of reach at our anniversary. And you don't find too many organizations wanting to give back um, on their um, time of celebration. And so that's my another extension of me giving back. Oh, that's beautiful. Um, do you have, what do you provide with the faith organization? Um, um, so we do, we've done gas cards in the past. Um, I'm still building all some things, trying to get gain and, you know, bring, bring in more ideas, but gas cards, um, food matchers, um, and things of that nature. Um, my grandmother died my senior year of high school from stomach cancer. Um, and so there's a scholarship that I've named after her. Um, and so pretty soon I'll be putting that out. Um, and so things like that. That's so beautiful. You know, how something has occurred in your life and you just want to give back. And let me give a shout out to the Ellen show because Anthony here, he deserves to be on the Ellen show. You have given so much to people from your heart. I just want to cry. <laughs> it's amazing. Thank you. I didn't think I'd cry, but I am. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, geez. Um, so do you, do people get in touch with you for the faith organization or they can. Do you find them? Um, well, from the past two or three, actually the past three years, I've been finding people. Um, and then there's the social worker at my oncologist clinic where I was treated. And she she's helped me before. Um, I forgot to mention this. During Christmas time, I believe two years ago, um, I, she assisted me in finding a patient that uh, wanted something for Christmas. Um, and so I think she wanted a honey baked honey baked ham, and yeah. <laughs> and a hundred dollar Walmart gift card. And so I was able to. My faith organization was able to provide them with what they desired for Christmas. Um, but pretty soon, I would like to be able to not have to reach out um, for to have people to be assisted, but they'll come to us. Um, but you have to do what you have to do until you get better and bigger. Yes. And that's what I'm doing right now. That's awesome. Is your mom around right now? She is, but I think she's cooking right now. Will she come and say hi? Um, hold on one second. Hold on one second. Let's get this beautiful mom on the show here. Okay, hold on, let's take it. If I can get this off. <laughs> <laughs> 
So listeners out there, we're going to try and get Anthony's mom on our show. It's such a beautiful story that Anthony has helping people when he's gone through such a journey in his life of um, throat cancer. Um, And it hasn't been very long either that he's gone through this. So let's see if Anthony's mom will come on our show because it takes two to tango during this treatment. It takes support from your family, um, especially when they're basically just kids. So it really does take a real community to help you, guide you through this process of support and encouragement and love. So let's see if Anthony's mom comes on. We're all waiting patiently. Hi, you're back. There you are. Okay, I did try to hit her, but she is clicking right now. She's not able to come right That's now. That's okay. I just thought it'd be nice for her to pop her head in and say hi, because she's, I was just telling everybody, you know, the people around you are the most important. They, they deserve so much credit for the strength and the encouragement that they can give you. Right, exactly. So, and, and you have a world of knowledge in your head of, of <laughs> what have you experienced so far? I do. <laughs> <laughs> it's really beautiful. Did you have anything um, that you would like to say to listeners out there that might have a child right now going through something like this? Um, I will say um, to... Um, parents or caregivers, uncles, aunts, or whomever, um, I would just say to endure the fight, keep pressing on. Um, actually, here's she. Is this going live? Is she there? Uh-huh. Is it going live? Yeah. That's okay. Hi. Is it going live? Yep. Yeah. Okay, give me a minute. Okay. Awesome. If you don't ask, you won't receive. Exactly. (laughs) Um, But I will say to any parent or caretaker or caregiver or guardian, um, no, you may not be in the person's shoes or may not know what they're experiencing, but try to be there for them as best as you can because you are their biggest cheerleader. Um, So even in their times of not feeling well or maybe they're um, having so much side effects of chemo or radiation, um, be be there to cheer them on and let them know that it's not the end. It's not the end of the battle, um, but they will make it through this because they have already been equipped to be able to overcome what they're going through in cancer. That's beautiful. And 
what would you say to to kids? What what strength can you find for a child? I would say to keep fighting. Um, never give up because the moment that you give up is the moment that um, something something can turn from the worse. And um, I'm going to be honest with you, there were some times that I wanted to just stop. I was tired of it, like I said before. Um, but I kept going because had I not kept going, I wouldn't be where I am today, not even probably sitting here talking to you. So I would say to keep fighting and persevering and, you know, um, keep, you know, focus on your dreams, focus on what makes you happy and what you want to do after chemo and radiation and cancer because cancer will not be your life forever. But focus on your dreams because the more that you focus on your dreams, the more that you're gonna, your mind is going to be on cancer and even fighting it. But more focus on your dreams and going forward in what you wanted to do or desire. That's beautiful. Where do you come up with all those words of wisdom? <laughs> I don't know. Um, thank God. He gives me all of the wisdom that I need. It sure he sure does. And and you receive so many blessings when you can help others like you are doing, Anthony. It's absolutely beautiful. And so what's your mom's name? Angela. Angela, that's a beautiful name. Hi, Angela. Hi. I don't know if I can't see you quite, but you're behind my my logo. Okay. Sorry. There you go. Coming in. A little bit more. Hi. 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 Hello, Angela. I just wanted you to come on because you are the strength behind all of this. We know that the mom is. Yes. That's for sure. And what you've gone through is just as difficult as the person persevering through this. And I just wanted to thank you. And I gave a shout out to Ellen because I want her to listen. Okay. <laughs> because uh, what you've gone through has, I can feel it. Thank you. And you're going to receive many, many blessings for all your work. Thank you. Why do you do this to me, Anthony? Why? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness me. Well, to date, I haven't cried so much on a podcast as I have with you because you're just so special. Oh my goodness. I, uh, it brings back to why I do this. Because I had a dear friend who was passing away with lung cancer. And what she said was so, I think when you go through something like this, you, something sticks to your mind. Like, um, what the person said. And for me, she said, Tina, I just want to see the blue sky. I just want to hear the birds. And I want to be present with the people I love. 
And I think that had such a huge impact on me that I felt, how can you possibly go through anything in your life when you're not present and there to support and love those around you? And so that's why I wanted to bring it, bring the app to the next level where it can help people become more organized before in the blink of an eye, you know, your life changes in front of you. And so you're very special to me coming on to the show today. I appreciate that. Did you have anything to say without me crying so much (laughs) that you would like to share with anyone? Um, I'm kind of speechless right now, but in spite of the things that we have, we go through in life, we first got to remember that we have to put God first. And with God, we can go through, we can go through anything with his grace. And with God, all things are possible. And so when we keep him first, he'll keep us. So it's nothing too hard for God. And that's what helped me get through all my challenges in life, even this one, because it was bigger than me. And I find that even in challenges now in life, sometimes you got to take your mind off your situation and focus on helping others. As you say, you know, when you focus on others, God will take care of your business. You know what I'm saying? So that's all I have to say. That's very beautiful. Thank you. That goes for anyone going through anything. Thank you for doing saying that. That's beautiful. Oh, I'm sweaty now and I'm crying. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. Oh, it's crazy because I, you know, I I can feel the energy. You're just you it doesn't make me sad. It makes me very happy. They're happy tears. They're, they're inspirational tears of, of joy for you guys because you've gone through so much. Right. And um, there's so many good things coming your way. Thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. Um, did you have anything else, Anthony, you'd like to say before I kind of... No, man, I'm everything. everything. Okay. Um, I, I would love to have Anthony come back on and Angela um, and tell us a little bit more about what they're doing as times move on because you are going to get bigger and better, Anthony. I just know it. Mm-hmm. I know you've got big things coming your way. Mm-hmm. So, yes, absolutely. So, Everyone, prepare for the unexpected because you you will wonder how to be prepared. That's where your backup plan app and the Emerging Blueprint will guide you through all those storms in your life. You may not be able to stop the emergencies from happening, but you'll have a great plan to get through it. The more you're able to go through it, the more you can be present with those that you love and care about. Brene Brown 
as, quote, is everyone has a story that will bring you to your knees and be the survival guide for someone else. What will your story be? Because this is Anthony's story and Angela's story. So we will all have stories in our life. We all have storms that we need to manage. And um, we're not sure what they be, but we know that we can get through it as Angela has told us that with strength and guidance from whoever it is that you believe and trust that can get you through that, those moments. Um, so I hope this was inspirational and motivational to all our listeners out there. It was, uh, it's absolutely a lesson that we need to learn about having an emergency in our moment of time. Um, and how we're going to deal with it. And believe me, it's never like what we thought it was going to look like. If you could be told tomorrow is this is what's going to be told to you, you would say, uh -uh, it's not me. It's not going to happen to me. We're all in that same boat, but it's not that way, actually. So I always end our live broadcast and our podcast with Carol Burnett because she was full of laughter and life and she means uh, I grew up with her. I'm sure most people do. Anthony, do you know who Carol Burnett is? I know. Oh, yeah. It's a generational thing, but I'm sure your mom does. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I'm so glad we had this time together just to I have a laugh too. or sing a song. Seems we just get started. And before you know it comes the time we have to say so long. So thank you. Thank you, listeners. I hope that um, we've inspired you and motivated you and take my crying out of it. <laughs> I hope that uh, this has meant something to you. If it has, please like, share, and subscribe to our channel. It would be lovely to have you on and um, love you. Stay safe. Till next time. Bye for now. <laughs>